All right, major gift fundraiser here with Clark Van Deventer, helping you get the most money out of your list without ruining your current donor relationships. Buenos dias. Hey, Clark Van Deventer from Major Gifts Fundraiser. All right, I want to talk in this episode on self-limiting beliefs. And this came up in a meeting I was in yesterday with an executive director and a development director of a nonprofit organization. Uh, and the executive director actually questioned why anyone who didn't have kids involved in her program would ever give to her organization. And I, I was just shocked because seriously, um, I am looking at this organization and I view it as vital to our community. Like it makes our community work. Uh, it makes it work today and it's impacting kids and, and developing good kids, um, kids who are gonna be the future leaders of our community. Uh, or serving kids who are in need, hot meals, three meals a day for some families, um, providing a real service to families who are in need of help. Um, but not just that, like not all of their kids are, are low income or whatever. Um, but I see uh, this amazing organization that is totally worthy of support, an organization that could easily inspire big gifts. And the executive director is questioning why anyone who wasn't directly involved with the organization would ever give. And here's what I think is happening. Uh, I think she's just discouraged. Like she's had a bad run. Um, she's been trying to get a grant from a local bank and their community relations person has stood her up three times for a meeting. She's gone to local businesses for support. Um, those businesses have been hard to break through with. There was this local group that had a half a million dollars to give away and she went and pitched them. And that group decided to give to something else. And that would seem like a real blow to her. She viewed their work as the, the work that her organization does as so much more meaningful, more effective, um, more valuable to the community. But here's the thing, here's what I told her, like as she kind of just lamented all this uh, to me. I, there's a fallacy among nonprofits that the strength of your program or the power of your mission will drive good fundraising. And we can fall into this almost altruistic trap and think that as long as we're doing good work that the money will be there. It's like, um, if you build it, they will come, right? But like, you know that's not true, right? Like, experience has taught you, probably, that that's not true. So the fallacy is that good programs drive good fundraising. This is what I told her yesterday. The fallacy is that good programs drive good fundraising. The fact is that good fundraising drives good fundraising. So I've seen organizations engaged in life-changing and world-changing work to struggle to pay the rent. And I've seen organizations that, by, by my estimation anyway, uh, whose programs were far less effective, and I've watched them rake in donations, just like this executive director was telling me yesterday. And, and here's what I told her. The temptation is to resent them or to be jealous of them or to get a chip on your shoulder lamenting uh, how much of a shame it is that you struggle to raise money, to do the awesome work that you do, and just credit their fundraising success with sleek marketing. So I said, don't resent them. Just acknowledge the fact that they're better at raising money than you and resolve that you're going to do something about it. Uh, you're going to bring the level of your 
fundraising up to the level of your programs. So like the old saying goes, you, you can't save the world if you can't pay the rent. So like, I want you to save the world, right? I want you to accomplish your mission. I want you to rock this. I want you closing big gifts and raising lots of money because I want you to accomplish your mission. Like I want the caliber of your fundraising to match the level of your program. And I'm telling you that you can, right? Like you can rock this. You can close big gifts. So that's what I told the executive director and the development director I met with yesterday. And they're committed to doing that. They're committed to bringing the caliber of their fundraising up to the caliber of their programs. So if you don't believe in your own organization, it can be hard to sit across from someone and ask them for a big gift. Um, these people I met with yesterday, like they, they believe. They, they've just had a, a bad run, all right? And I think they've been focused on some of the wrong things, the wrong prospects, um, trying to convince restaurants or local businesses to give them support. When what they need to do is focus on their own people, uh, the people who are already giving to them, and develop uh, more meaningful relationships with those donors. Um, that's their that's their driest tender, if you will. Um, so gather the driest tender, light it with a match, fan the flames, save the coals. All right. So they do need to grow their donor base. So organizations should always be seeking to acquire new donors. Always. Uh, I talk a lot about acres of diamonds and, and going further with uh, your current donor base. But yeah, at the same time, we should always be uh, seeking to acquire new donors uh, for the future, right? Your, your best prospects for uh, big gifts right now are people who have given to you in the past, but you, you've got to keep your funnel full. So you always should be acquiring new donors. Um, and what we're doing for this organization is running a, uh, our major gifts startup program. So it's a three-month program that starts with creating some systems for managing uh, the donor database, providing uh, donor communications, stewardship, onboarding new donors. So we build that out. Then we run a 30-day donor acquisition program. Uh, and then we have a month where we focus on major gifts basics. So really excited to do this for this organization. Uh, if it's something you're interested in for your organization, shoot me an email at Clark at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com. That's Clark at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com. So I also think that some fundraisers have some baggage in terms of the way they view wealth. Um, and if you're making $30,000 a year and struggling to pay your own bills, it can be hard to sit across from someone and think that they they'd ever give you a million dollars. Like, why would this person ever give you a million dollars? Like, you can barely make ends meet. Like, you are struggling. Your organization is struggling. Like, how could they give you a million dollars? All right. But they could. So we need to move beyond the survival mentality. Like, I need um, the mentality of, like, I need you to give me a gift so we can stay afloat. And we need to move more towards this mentality of changing the world. Um, I have another organization I work with. They need a new van, all right? And I told the executive director, like, there's a difference between saying, like, I need a new van because ours is breaking down. And um, if we had three new vans, uh, we could serve 100 new families that are in need. Like, uh, there's a big difference there. Um, so fundraisers, um, it helps if you walk into a meeting feeling like a success. 
they say the best time to make a sell is right after making a sell uh, to, to someone else because we have this feeling of success. Um, so compensation, like struggling uh, personally, financially can create some self-limiting beliefs. And I think organizations should pay fundraisers well, especially high performing fundraisers. And we have some metrics for evaluating fundraisers I can share with you in another episode. Um, but I want you to walk into these meetings uh, feeling like a success and feeling like you're worthy of this gift that you're about to ask for. Like you're worthy, uh, your organization is worthy. So this is a topic I want to keep exploring. So if you have thoughts on this topic, I'd love to hear from you. Um, shoot me an email at clark at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. Like email me, I, I, I'd actually also be interested in doing some interviews um, uh, with different people about, with different fundraisers about self-limiting beliefs, um, what you're experiencing, um, how you've overcome self-limiting beliefs. Uh, if you have uh, thoughts on this, please email me. Uh, would love to do an episode with you or, or just uh, interview you via email and hear your thoughts. So shoot me an email, clark at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. So uh, that's one thing. If you have other topics you'd like me to address in future episodes, you can also email me, clark at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. So we are committed here at Major Gifts Fundraiser to helping you raise more money than ever before by developing deeper and more meaningful relationships with your donors than you ever thought possible. We don't teach tricks, all right? Uh, you will raise more money. That's what we do. There's no better way to raise more money, but it starts with deeper and more meaningful relationships with your donors. So we offer a variety of uh, training programs, um, coaching packages to help you along in this journey. So if uh, you're interested, uh, please send me a message uh, or shoot me an email. All right. Have a great day.